welcome to Cultural Quarter of an Hour podcast, a podcast where we celebrate the culture of Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire. And remember, culture, it is so much more than stuffy paintings in a stuffy art gallery. It is so much more than a posh orchestra playing to posh people in posh ball gowns and suits. The culture we're talking about is the culture of every day, the culture of our city, our area that surrounds the city. It is the people, it is the buildings on our streets, it is the canals we enjoy, it is the heritage that is actually part of our everyday life, our present and our future. So grab a brew, peel your ears back and enjoy. Today I have headed to the former Spode factory. Uh, you probably think I'm here for the opening of the BCB, the uh, British Ceramics Biennial, and I will obviously be popping down to have a look around. But today's podcast is not about that. It's about a kind of a, a, a splinter exhibition. I don't know. Maybe we should call it a fringe fringe exhibition that's what i'm going to call it we'll find out if that is actually its proper name in just a moment but it is dust rising which is taking place in the meadows room here at the former spode factory welcome uh, to the exhibition um, it's been a privilege to curate and produce work for such a wonderful space uh, particularly after much window cleaning prep um, and floor mopping which has uh, happened in this space uh, and it's actually made me just at least me to introduce uh, Stephen Seabridge, who is poet laureate for Stoke-on-Trent. Uh, Stephen has written some um, poetry, quite a few poems about the space um, as well, and he's going to um, talk. So thank you, Steve. Thank you. Um, this uh, this poetry I'm going to read is part of a series called Doorways. When me and Joyce were talking about what I might write. I was at the point where I was thinking I don't really want to write more about pots or casts or the, the artefacts that were being produced in this place. And I was thinking more about the structure and the, the doorways, the windows, and how um, I've noticed each time that I've come here, the walls have disappeared and opened up and the space has changed each time and almost as if the walls itself were opening to more doors. Um, the poetry is in a series and it can be read as what in one go or it can be read in parts in any order or you can just read one and not read the rest if, you, if you're in a rush or if you're uh, forward senseless. Um, so number one, pains. We went to the meadows room to dance in the grey dust, each of our moves kicking up its own mist. In the meadows room a dull light from the sun outside through windows glossed over with white paint. Spode for the words from porcelain. Spode for the words from the ash and kaolin. I take you in my hands and shape your new wonders. Meadow from Maidvi, from the words, the green mountain pasture where the land opens its womb to grass and alfalfa. Spode for the words make and doorway. 
So with me are the three director curators of Dust Rising 19. I'll let them all introduce themselves. We'll start with the ladies first. Hello, I'm Joyce Iwashko. Hello, I'm Cornelia Holmes. And I'm Terry Shave. So uh, who wants to start off by telling me what this is all about then? Uh, well, just, uh, Dust Rising DR19 is a contemporary visual arts exhibition uh, that we've had Arts Council funding and Stuck on Trent City Council funding uh, to um, produce. Uh, and we're done at the Meadows uh, building at the Spode Works um, in Eleanor Street. Um, and we've basically taken over part of the space there. Um, and we're, we've put on this uh, visual arts exhibition. So it's a, a multidisciplinary exhibition. Uh, you talked about visual arts, but we also we've heard some poetry as well today, haven't we? Ah, oh, yes, there's some lovely poetry from um, Gabriella Gay and from Stephen Seabridge, who's a poet laureate. Uh, Stephen um, has written some uh, poetry about the space around Spode um, for the exhibition. And uh, Gabby's um, poem was the original poem that she wrote uh, for the original uh, Dust exhibitions in 2016-17. Uh, but she's um, re- rewritten some of it um, with, uh, with, with uh, DR19, Dust Rising 19, in mind. Tell me a little bit about this space then. The Meadows is a uh, large building on the old Spodework site in, in Stoke. And uh, the, probably the best known building on the site is the China Hall, which currently has the British Ceramics Biennial. Uh, but we're in another massive building, uh, and it's sort of hidden away on the site, and we wanted to do something in it to expose the fantastic site that Spode is, but the potential in some of the very big buildings here. So the council, luckily, they saw our vision too and wanted to do something with us and been really supportive. The Arts Council, as Joyce said, have funded us as well. And uh, we've got a core group of artists and we've selected for student graduates from uh, Stafford University to come in and look at this building and to use this building and the site as a catalyst to make new work. And tell me a little bit about, about that work that, that's going on in, in, in the room at the moment. It's very varied, from painting, drawing, uh, there's a video projection, some sound pieces. And uh, I think the one thing about uh, the Dust Rising series, uh, which has been going for a few years now, is that um, it's multidisciplinary as a visual arts uh, exhibition so you will get the spoken word you'll get performance you'll get uh, other disciplines as well and I think that's a testament to the range that we can produce in the city here because it's essentially showcasing the artists that live and are associated with Stoke. What kind of reaction have you had when you've been looking at, at the art and when you were going through the different artists? What kind of reaction have you been having with the, with the arts that, 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 that's on display today? Um, to be fair, we've been hard, you know, it, we've been here a whole week, every day, all day. And today I'm just gathering comments of other people. Um, I, I don't even know my reaction anymore. At first we were, you know, just moving stuff about. We had a, we had a plan for curation and then it all went to pieces <laughs> when we brought the work together. So we, we had to rearrange a lot and uh, we had to work a lot with um, video work as well um, as it was uh, giving us a bit of trouble. So. Um, my reaction is, you know, I'm happy that people give us uh, good comments. I'm happy that it's done. I'm, I'm hopeful that it's going to get better and more and bigger. Um, and that's it, really, for today. 
what is it like being a curator what is what what do you have to go through as a curator Joyce Oh gosh, um, well it's a lovely, it's a lovely process uh, to go through. We get um, all the work in, into the space and we, we already know some of the works and uh, the artists who are producing the artwork. So you have a good idea of what the, the, the artist might, might produce or what type of work it, it's going to be. Um, and then if they bring it into the space, we, I think we, we, we all work intuitively. Uh, with the space and the artwork so we'll see relationships there already is relationships between the artworks but we'll really just make those um, more concrete excuse the pun Um, but um, you know um, really sort of build on the the relationships between the artworks in the space uh, whether that be through 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 theme or color or materials um, and really consider those artworks to get the best out of each person's artwork um, and the space and show that work in the space and the space is beautiful um, so that's really helped us um, I think that the space we had some ideas about what we might put in the space but when we actually got got down to the nitty gritty and got the artwork together the space dictated it wanted to stay a big open space which is really what the industrial space was about um, and I think that affected what, how, we, how we placed the work Every time I come into the Spode site, there's always uh, a reaction of sorts. You just that you, you feel the ghosts of the the workers past, and now to see the new stuff coming in as well, the new life that gets breathed into it. How do you react when you come on site? Yeah, it's an extraordinary site, uh, and it's, it changes daily. The the light, you know, the pull roofs off some of the buildings and the lights cast huge shadows you know but I suppose for me the the most extraordinary thing is is the scale as you pass on the road you think oh I wonder what that is then you come on the site and it goes on and on and I think one thing we hope is that people will come here and realize what an asset the city of Stoke-on-Trent's got with this site and that it's it has an international potential this part of the building and the the city and I think it's just being realized I think the the British Ceramics Biennial have done has done a lot but I hope we're playing our part and the Akiva Studios there's 40 studios on side here too so that it becomes a, a cultural hub where people can come in and actually do things you know have a coffee here and have a look around and uh, it will happen. Uh, I've said to many people, though, you know, uh, Stoke's a slow city, so, you know, it'll take a little while to be an overnight success. <laughs> I love that. I've described this as a fringe exhibition to the BCB. Is that, would you, would you say that was accurate? Is that a nice way to describe it, or should I describe it better? No, I, we're very glad of the audience because it, it shows to them that, that it is a creative city, but it also is a way of saying... Stoke is very famous for ceramics but a lot goes on and we are proposing that we have an alternate year event to the ceramic biennial to keep that momentum going annually and to do it from a visual arts point of view and and be very ambitious with international visual artists coming in and hopefully 2020 we'll see the first of those biennial exhibitions and this is a taster really. Oh, very exciting so is this something that all three of you are preparing for planning for and uh, getting ready for no no sleep for most definitely <laughs> are, yes if, if if you know if we're successful with that uh, we're hoping for that to happen really so yeah yeah i mean we are talking being 
ambitious because I think we've got to be because we are very, very, very sure that this space could take that level of activity, you know. And, you know, the idea of mapping the building to have projections on the whole building and bringing in artists, you know, from America who have connections with Stoke, you know, to come and work here with us. And also to recognise, too, that there is a, a huge artistic practice here and to actually not be afraid to say it's international, that what we do here is really good. Just going back to, um, you asked, um, you know, I think because the three of us all have, we're all artists, and we have that incredible passion for art and for bringing art to the city and passing that on to other people. So I think, you know, in planning for 2020, you've mentioned about the sleep, but I think because there's three of us, I think we work really well together and we each have our own, um, you know, sort of sets of jobs to do and we work really well together and I think that's that's really made it enjoyable and, and a really uh, a really nice thing to do. So hopefully that will continue and we'll uh, continue for 2020. So. Can I just say this is um, th this was supposed to be a very small show, a uh, very small taster, and it's become bigger than we kind of anticipated, and we we work really hard on it. Um, so we hope everyone's just going to enjoy it. I'm sure they will. Thank you very much for talking to you three. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. and the biennial and everything that's happening here. So as Joyce mentioned, it's called The Secret. The dust is slowly rising here. Its value is going to soar. Traded on the stocks and shares, marketed the more they see what we here in the potteries can make from it. They think the dust is black here, that nothing can ever sprout from I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I love it when I pop over to the Spode Factory. I, I, I go on about it all the time. It's just somewhere that feels magical. And when you see it being used as a cultural hub, which it feels absolutely right to, and you see it full of life, and you see it growing and evolving, it just feels brilliant. The Dust Rising DR19 exhibition is on until the end of the month, the 29th of September do do go and have a look and take a peek around what's there it really is worth your time and of course it's free more details can be found on facebook just look for dust rising 19 you will absolutely get all the stuff you need there as always pleasure having you with me for this episode if you want to get in touch please please do you can get in touch with me usual ways uh, cultural quarter of an hour on facebook at cqh pod on twitter and i'll be back with you with more exciting uh, news and views and fun and games and maybe even some shenanigans as well. <laughs>